Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Liberated Woman podcast. I'm your host, Shani. I'm a rebirthing breathwork facilitator, ancestral healer, and spiritual guide, and it's my life's mission to support women just like you on your path to spiritual awakening and feel safe in doing so. This podcast is for you to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your consciousness, and reclaim the truth of who you really are. If you know that you are ready for more and want to stop playing small and take radical responsibility for your healing, expansion, and liberation so that you can live your life in your highest pleasure, you've come to the right space. Each episode, you will receive a deepening of your feminine wisdom so that you can be reminded of the magic and power that already lives in you. Let's dive in. back to another episode of the Liberated Women podcast. For those of you that are watching on Zoom, you may have noticed that my background is slightly different because we are in the process of a very, very exciting change in our life. And as a result, the room in which I normally record my record my podcast, which is my therapy room, my breathwork room, my ancestral healing room, my office, and my podcast recording studio all rolled into one is currently in a state of disarray as we have bags everywhere and things that are being cleared away and tidied up as we get ready to embark on a very exciting adventure as we are moving to Costa Rica to manage a retreat center. And I want to share a little bit about the background of this journey this year because this episode in, is titled, What Are You Envisioning? I can't even say it. Envisioning, envisioning into your year in 2024. And part of the incredible journey that we're about to take, my partner and I, to manage a retreat center in Costa Rica has come from this power of prayer, the power of deep truthful intention, and the power of envisioning our future exactly the way that we desired it to look and to feel and how we wanted to embody that into our lives and to manifest that from matter into form. Now, I don't believe that December the 31st is the new year because this was changed a long time ago by the Romans um, because it, they changed it into the, to the calendar where they, they worshipped the god Janus. And Janus, if you think about it, stems, it's the etymology of the word January. And Janus was a god that had two heads and he looked at the past and he looked at the present. And so they said that this was now going to be the new year where you look at the past and you reflect on the past, but you focus on the future. Sorry, not the present, the future. I'm mumbling my words because I've spent all day clearing out that other room that I just described to you. So they added this as the new year. But to me, this feels like a distortion and a deception and a very, very patriarchal way of telling us that we have to start something new in the depths of the winter when the trees are still asleep, the animals are still hibernating. We as humans and our ancestors would have been hibernating still and using the reserves and the stores of food that they'd gathered during the Lamas harvest um, around the autumn time, around autumn equinox. We wouldn't be out there 
starting all these brand new things and creating all these goals and setting resolutions. And if you think about it, even the word resolution to me sounds very heavy, very final, very masculine in its essence, because to be resolute is to have a final solution. And we don't want to go into January 2024 with resolutions, with final things that we say we have to do this this year, otherwise we're a failure. That's the kind of connotation behind it. But instead, if you think about it from a feminine perspective, and of course, this podcast is all about liberating the feminine and uncovering the truth of what it means to be in the feminine to forge your path to your own wild liberation, then we have to look at what what ways we've been lied to and deceived and distorted. So for me, the feminine new year begins actually around the spring equinox, so around March or April time. And if you think about it, that really is the time of year where the seeds that we have planted start to grow. We start to see shoots popping up. The flowers start to bloom. The animals start to birth their little gorgeous babies, their little baby lambs and their baby rabbits. And you'll see them in the UK, certainly. Um, around that time, the baby deer really coming out to play at that, that season. And the land starts to stir at that time. We have Imolk in February, and that's kind of the first part of the land beginning to awaken and to stir. And then, of course, we have the spring where things come into life, into fruition. And us as humans as well, we start to feel that sense of, of light, of the return to the light post the winter solstice, when even though each day is getting longer, it doesn't necessarily feel that way because we are still very much in a hibernation mode in the dark. But we live in a society that is run on this calendar that the Romans created, where we were told that January the 1st was the new year. And this should be the time where we go out in a frenzy and create all these goals and start all these new things. When really, most of us are in a post winter slump, or we're still very much in a winter slump. And we really don't want to be out there socializing and being on the go and being super productive because that is just the internalized patriarchal conditioning that we carry inside of us from these lies and these deceptions. So for me, this is the perfect time to be planting the seeds that you wish to see grow throughout the springtime into the new year, the real new year, the feminine new year. And think about it because April the 1st is known as what in the UK? April Fools. You were told that you were a fool if you believed that this was the new year. And it was just another way that they shamed the feminine and they shamed the cycles of the year to disconnect us from nature, to disconnect us from the land, to disconnect us from our internal cycles and the feminine and make us believe that we were wrong if we didn't follow the path that they then set out for us with January being the new year. So actually this time of year is the perfect time to be planting seeds and watching them starting to grow, nurture them, dream time, visioning, using your intuition and your oracular state, because 
even though I have really deep psychic gifts and oracular gifts, and I use that to, uh, in my healing sessions with clients, I use it with my women's circles and I use it to envision and dream time and vision things for my own life. All women have deep intuition and all women are magic and all women are oracles. It's just that the oracular nature of our beings has been masked by all of this patriarchal conditioning. And we are remembering and awakening that gift within us so that we can really start to use that to harness what it is that we truly wish to call into our lives and what we wish to bring into vision and bring that into form. So now is the perfect time to be planting those seeds. And in the last two women's circles that I held, that's exactly what we did. We really deeply went into the darkness, into the void, into the womb of Mother Earth and planted the seeds that we wish to see grow throughout this year. And for so many women, the main theme that came out was this idea of, oh, actually, this is the time for grounding. This is the time for being still, for connecting to myself and to the earth and being rooted so that from that place, I can start to plant those seeds and watch them grow. And grounding is one of my biggest intentions and visions for 2024 because we're about to move to Costa Rica to manage a retreat center, which is super exciting. And along with that comes a lot of overwhelm of all the things that we have to do. Like I said, all the clearing up, the clearing out, all of the admin tasks, all of the 3D real world things that we have to get set in place before we leave to do that. But it's also time for visioning and dreaming. And if we don't have a sense of grounding before we go into visioning and dreaming, it becomes very chaotic. And the clarity is not always there in our vision to see what it is that we want to call in because we're so clouded by this state of overwhelm and a state of fear, a state of resistance. And it can feel really foggy in our third eye so that we can't actually access that vision. And so this week, when I'm holding an online ceremony for Envision, which I would love to see you at, we are going to spend a lot of time grounding and then releasing any resistances and blocks to your vision before we think about calling them in. Because as I said, without that sense of grounding, it's very, very difficult then to actually access the visions that you want to truthfully bring into your life so that you are planting the seeds for that and watching them nurture and grow throughout 2024 into the next season, the next evolution of your life. So the question is, what is it that you are truly dreaming into existence at this time? What is it that you really feel that deep burning desire that sits in the seat of your soul? What is it that you are really desiring to call in for this year? It might be really clear and really obvious to you at this stage, or it might be a little bit fuzzy and a little bit unclear. And if that is the case, then getting grounded is an incredible way to call that in. 
And there are many grounding practices that you can have at this time of year, even though it's cold outside, even though it's raining. And today it was even snowing outside in the UK. There are so many beautiful practices that you can do to get grounded. And I'll share some of the ones that I've been using and, and have used in the past in order to get me grounded when I feel this sense of overwhelm, this sense of heightened frenzy, this sense of I'm being pulled back into the patriarchal conditioning rather than listening to what it is that my soul really desires, which is to be much stiller and in more sense of deep rest and dreaming and visioning at this time. So the first grounding practice that I like to use is the breath. As a breathwork facilitator, I will always go back to the power of the breath and a really, really simple breathwork practice that you can do to get grounded and to bring you back into a really um, deep state of calm and relaxation is the box breath. And the box breath literally is inhaling through the nose for between four to six seconds, whatever you feel comfortable with, holding that breath for four to six seconds, exhaling it through the mouth for four to six seconds, and then holding that, retaining that exhale for four to six seconds. So you imagine it going up, across, down, and across like a box, like a square. That's a really simple breathwork practice that you can use. I would highly, highly recommend at this time of year that even if it's cold outside, at some point during the day, preferably in the morning, that you go outside and you place your hands on the earth. If you have a garden, incredible. If you don't see if there's woods, or somewhere near you, or even if you have indoor plants, you can just touch the leaves and just connect with Pachamama and Mother Nature and just give a lot of gratitude to her for what she brings you and ask her to take away any of the anxiety, stress, worries, grief, anything that you are holding in your body to let her carry that for you and allow it to be composted back into the earth. I would also really, really recommend moving your body in some kind of way. My preferred method of movement is to put on some really good tunes. I love medicine music and to just dance it out. If I'm feeling rage, then I want to put something on that's going to let my body express that rage through my voice, through my movement, through my body until I feel that I can come back to a calmer breath, come back to my body and feel much more relaxed and grounded in that state. If it's that I'm feeling stagnant and I just want to move and connect back to my body, I might put on some softer music and just do gentle touch with my body. But I really, really recommend the more that you can move your body to connect with what it's feeling, the easier it is for you to get grounded. A really obvious one is to reduce or cut out your caffeine intake because this can really give you a heightened sense of overwhelm. I know that since cutting out coffee, um, when I do now have a coffee, I feel very agitated very, very quickly and I find it hard to stay focused. The feminine is also being really disempowered in ways that you might not even imagine. So when you think about the foods that you are eating at this time of year, you really want to be thinking about grounding foods. So things that will keep you warm, stews, hearty food, whether you eat meat or whether you're a vegetarian, it doesn't matter, but really giving yourself nutrition and hearty, hearty foods, really good fats. If it's possible for you to eat them, everybody obviously has a different diet and a different body and reacts to foods in different ways. But I think 
at this time of year, we want to reach out for the sugar, we want to reach out for the snacks, we want to reach out for the comfort food, but the more that we can give our bodies the nutrition it desires, the more grounded we would we will be. Meditation is a really, really good practice, whether you need guided meditations or you can just sit and sit still yourself and allow your breath to carry you in silence whilst you see what's going on in your mind or in your body. A simple body scan first thing in the morning using your breath will just allow you to see if there's any resistances or pains in your body. And then you know whether you need to move through that or express something or write it down in your journal to come back into grounding. And it's from this place that you can really start to vision and create what it is that you desire into form. And we are going to be using some of these grounding practices in the Envision ceremony this Wednesday, because I truly believe that if you are not being grounded at this time, you can so easily get caught up in the frenzy, get caught up in the external world, get caught up in the patriarchal conditioning that tells you that you must go back to the gym straight away, that you must be productive, you've got to get back to work and you've got deadlines to fulfill and you're putting your body into a heightened state and your nervous system is not going to thank you from that. And when we're in that heightened state in our nervous system, we simply cannot be in dream time because the feminine needs that place of stillness and rest and grounding in order to connect with her oracle, in order to connect with her womb, in order to connect with the depth of the mysticism that the feminine carries and the intuitive power that she has to bring her visions into form. We're going to dive much deeper into this in Wednesday's Envision Ceremony. And if you would like to join us, you can just go into the show notes. The link is there. You can also find me on Instagram or if you're on my mailing list, you will find all of the information you need to join us on Wednesday. If you would like to be part of this ceremony, but you can't join us live, you can sign up anyway. And I'll be sending out a replay to those people that can't make it live. So don't worry about that. But if you do join us live, there will be a special surprise added bonus added into the live journey that only those of you who attend live will have access to. So I really encourage you to come and be in that space. And there's also a real deep power of sitting with other women and having your dreams and your visions be heard, especially witnessed by other women, because when women gather together in a space like that, that's where we can really amplify our magic together. And it's so, so, so exciting to be able to see the dreams that you planted come into fruition. And I will say that my dream to manage a retreat center in Costa Rica has been a vision on my heart that God placed on my heart for a really long time, but I really deeply planted those seeds this time last year. It was around January, February, 2023, that I really deeply planted those seeds. And I said to my partner at that time, I know by the end of this year, I'm going to have handed in my notice as a teacher. I was still working part-time three days a week as a teacher, for those of you that didn't know. I know by the end of 2023, I'll have handed in my notice and something big is coming. And I think we're going to end up in Costa Rica. I feel that we're going to end up in Costa Rica. And I want to share more about that specific journey in another podcast episode 
And I will share more about that journey in a podcast episode. But to know that I planted those seeds a year ago and it only came into fruition at the end of 2023. And actually it can take that long because we know that the feminine and mother nature goes at her own pace and we might want to control it because we've been told that we need to, you know, reach certain goals by a certain time, be doing a certain thing, but it's just simply not how it works. And when we trust in the divine timing of nature, of the mother, of the goddess and of God and the visions that we get placed in our hearts, then we trust the timing of that too. And it's so beautiful when you do start to see your dreams come into fruition. So whatever your dreams are, whether it is that you desire more intimacy in your relationship, whether it is that you desire to start writing that blog that you've always wanted to write or sign up for that course you've always wanted to do or start to share your gifts with the world or you're looking for more sisterhood or you're looking for community or friendship whatever it is that you desire and it no matter how big or small now is the time to plant those seeds our ancestors would have done it we get to do it we don't need to participate in the patriarchal conditioning that tells us that now is the new year because it simply is not now is time to plant our seeds nurture them give them lots of love and watch them grow. And I bet you anything that by spring, you will start to see your seeds intentionally coming into fruition when you nurture it from truth and from love and you trust in the process, you will see that they start to grow. So I really look forward to seeing you for an Envision ceremony on Wednesday, the 10th of January, 7.30 p.m. It's online. You can join from anywhere in the world and come in your pajamas. All of you is welcome. Let's do this for your wild liberation, for your feminine, for your ancestors, your community, your family, and your legacy. Ah, oh, I can't wait to see you there. For now, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Liberated Women podcast. I can't wait to connect with you again next week. Much love. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Liberated Woman podcast. I hope this episode has landed in your heart and activated and awakened you in some way. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe and leave a review. This really helps more awakening women on their spiritual path to reach out and gives them a safe space to drop in and feel connected and empowered. I'd love to connect with you over on my IG at underscore Shani Bella and in my Facebook group, The Divine School of Feminine Awakening. Until then, have a magical day.